Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart and I'm very forgiving, but like don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we're coming to you live from the Fox, I'm sorry, the TireRack.com studio. We'll do it live. TireRack.com will help you get there. Wherever there may be, they'll get you there. And they'll get you there smoothly. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. Wow. TireRack.com. It is the way tire buying should be. And the I couple, that's right, the way sports talk radio should be. And with that Hell said, yeah. let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. What up? What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard? I am great, man. How are you? I am doing uh, wonderful. Good Ready day. to I roll. Bet you are. <laughs> Why you I say bet that? All <laughs> night, looking in the mirror and practicing your rant. What rant? <laughs> Who me? Who me? After twelve years, Rob Parker is finally right about Tom Brady. But we will get to that. I was right. We'll get to that. I was right. <laughs> you were just way. You were way out in front. I was way out in front, right? All right. Uh, we are going to have a great show today. Of course, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers shellacked yesterday by the Dallas Cowboys. I never bought into him, Chris. I told you. I just, like, Tampa was bad all year. I just kept saying, I, I know Cowboys can implode, but I just couldn't see Dallas losing to that team. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I, I, I thought I obviously picked Tampa Bay. not be, And I said this, not because Tampa Bay was good, but I thought Dallas might bring its D game or something like that. No, they didn't. They brought their A game. Everybody except the kicker. And we'll get into him a little bit later. But uh, let's introduce the Odd Couple crew before we get rocking. We got our man DJ Alex Teichert, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan on the ones and the twos. You just heard him, Kevin Weikert on the Wired. Uh, updates. Wired, I'm sorry. Wired on the updates. And Rob G is doing the producing, the super producer that he is. We got some great guests. Ephraim Salam, who's always fun. He's joining us at the bottom of this hour. Randy Mueller, next hour. 
And a special guest, good friend of both of ours, Stephen A. Smith. Of course, he needs no introduction. He's got his new book coming out, Straight Shooter, it's called. And uh, he will join us at the top of the third hour, 6 o'clock Eastern, Nine. I'm sorry, 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. And we're in the book, Chris. I can't wait to ask him. I want to read the book, obviously, <laughs> but I wonder how, where we fit into the book. Because yeah, that's what he um, told me we're both in the book. That's what he said. I don't know. I haven't read it yet. Well, it we, just we came out today. Well, we've known Steve almost 30 years. You may yes. have known him 30. And um, good friend. And so... Um, I'm sure we won't have a problem with when how we're in there. No, uh, no, no. I don't, yeah. Not at all. Yeah. But I'm just saying it'll be interesting to find out. And uh, for people who, you know, like like we all know each other. It's like a fraternity, right. okay, because we, we all live this lifestyle when we're out on the beat, Chris, covering games or whatever. Yep. There, there's, there's not many people who do what we do, right? You hang out with the beat writers. Exactly. You hang out with each other. Yep. You, you go to dinner. We eat di- we've eaten, eaten more dinners together, stuff like that, yep. uh, because that's there's nobody else around. It's just us, right. and uh, we get to know each other on a personal level. That's how people might say, well, how do you guys know all everybody? Well, because that's how small it is. We do and also, everybody. Rob, you know, in New York, where we both worked, I was at the New York Times, you had the Daily News, and Newsday, uh, you. You know, a lot of people go from New York to the national platforms. Yeah. And so, I mean, Ryan Rucco, I worked with him. Now, I was at ESPN when I worked with him, but uh, he's, you know, blowing up. Mike Breen I remember the, did Knicks games, and but before he was doing national, he was just doing Knicks. And then Chris, myself, I remember him Ra- at Mike Iona. Green and Frank. Yeah, yeah. There you he go. was Frank doing. Isola he was doing. Used to do some stuff together yep. too. So, but, so you're 100 percent right. So we do know all these guys, yeah. and a lot of us have crossed paths. But that'll be good to have Steve on and talk about his new book. Absolutely, Rob. Let's get into it. Uh, Dallas. What was the final? I mean, it, it, I don't even remember at this point. Does it matter what the final score was? But it was 31-14 Dallas, and it wasn't even that close. Rob Brady. Statted a, uh, padded a few stats late. Uh, he did have a great throw to Julio Jones. That was a great throw, but it was the game was long lost by that point. But um, Rob, what is your reaction to this? Uh, what we saw last night? NFL music, please. Is that no music? <laughs> NFL. This is to you an open letter to the NFL. Mm. I'm no longer talking to Tom Brady. The NFL must kick the Tom Brady habit. GMs and owners have been strung out on Tom Brady for over two decades. Chris, they must reject Tom Brady. He will never go away. Even after a performance like last night against Dallas, Tom Brady will shake it off and act like nothing's wrong here with me. It's about the team. It's about everybody else. The NFL is Tom Brady's drug. He has a habit. He does. He's willing to give up family and teammates and move from town to town because nobody else in his path matters. Nobody matters other than what Tom Brady wants. He needs his fix. Let me find the next city, the next team with a better offensive line and better receivers and more help to make me live out what I want. Forget about the the path of destruction left in in his way. He doesn't care. He'll pick up and leave from Tampa Bay. Todd Bowles will be fired. They'll say, what a mess this is. All left by Tom Brady. Tom Brady will not listen to anyone. He's determined to play as long as they allow him. That's why you can't talk to Tom Brady. NFL, stop it. Stop Tom Brady. Stop the monster that has been created. Let the other younger quarterbacks have their shine. We saw an old, decrepit Tom Brady on Monday Night Football in a playoff game that should have been, should have been something we wanted to see. 
Instead, it was embarrassing. It was lopsided. It wasn't ugly. It was fugly. And Tom Brady was the author. Forget about the announcers. They put their heads in the sand. They didn't say anything about Tom. They acted like nothing happened. Everybody else around NFL America watched that and cringed. Is this how we want to watch Tom Brady for the next three years while he lives out his sick, demented uh, lifestyle of, I want to play no matter what? Do we really want to wait and have to carry Tom Brady off the field? That he has to be leveled and hurt in order to finally get it? I get the lure of trying to win a championship by teams. And coaches and GMs willing to sell their souls anything. Let me get Brady in my uniform. Let me get a chance to win. He ain't that guy no more. And the NFL needs to reject Tom Brady. Stop it already. Tom Brady is no longer that guy. It doesn't mean we need to erase the past and act like he didn't accomplish anything. We know he's won. We know he's excelled. We know some think he's the greatest who ever played. But he's not that guy. And if you watch the entire season this past year, it was terrible. It was Charles Barkley terrible. It was awful. And we shouldn't allow this to continue. So please, NFL, Tom Brady won't walk away. Reject Tom Brady. Do not sign him in uh, Las Vegas. Do not sign him in Miami. Tell the guy like you've told so many other players when they were at the end of the rope, this is business. And you don't have it anymore. And your services are no longer wanted. That's what I found out last night when Tom Brady laid one of the biggest eggs I've ever seen in this man's career. All right. There you have it. Uh, Uncensored Rob Parker. Um, Here's why I disagree. Look, Brady was horrible last night. Um, terrible game. And Rob, I don't know if you knew this. He threw for 351 yards in every game in the history of the NFL, regular season or playoffs that has been where a quarterback's thrown for 350 or more yards. Tom Brady's average yards per attempt or per catch was the shortest or average yards per attempt was the shortest ever. 5.3. So it wasn't don't be fooled by the times. numbers. Yeah, and and he was throwing it was it was a bad. He looked every bit of 45 last night. Uh he threw a lot of balls that were short, a lot of balls that were short. Um and he looked like he didn't want to get hit, so he's getting rid of the ball quickly and that led to some of the poor passes. But here's where I disagree with, and and I'm I, I, before I say that, Rob, I'm wondering who will want to sign him. Um if I'm the Jets, I'd rather go for Derek Carr and, and what could be a bit of a long-term solution. Um, if I'm the Raiders, I, I honestly might look at Aaron Rodgers. Uh, if I'm the Niners, if Brock Purdy keeps playing well, he may be the guy, and they keep winning. Um if I'm Miami and I before this game, I would thought they should have go after Brady. Now I'm not so sure. I'm like, you know what? Brady has to have everything be perfect. He can still be good if everything, great receivers, great running backs, great offensive line, great defense. He can still throw it well and he's smart and he has his intangibles and all that. But it's never it, no team has it perfect. Rob. Kansas City's got a bad defense. Buffalo's got a bad offensive line. Uh, The Bengals now got three of their offensive linemen that are hurt. Um, You know, go down the line, no team has the perfect situation. And even if you start the season with that, there's injury. San Francisco gets injured a lot, right? So there's no perfect situation. Now, can he still go out there and play and be good and be a top 20-ish quarterback? Sure. No question. And that's where I disagree. I don't I don't think the NFL should move away from Tom Brady 
to give a young boy a spot. If you that good, beat him out. I mean, he can still play. He's still one of the best 30 starting 30 quarterbacks in the world. So, I'm, I, I mean, if he can play and he, he don't mind playing, he wants to play, fine. But I, I do think that I don't know where he fits. San Francisco would be perfect, but it looks like they may have their answer at quarterback. And Miami, Rob, now that Brady's obviously shaky, they kind of think, you know what, we got Tua and Rob, we have to see we do have to see if Tua can be healthy for a full season before we give him the money, you know, and that. So I think Miami should spend this off season. I don't know what it is medically, but do every single thing you can to check Tua out medically and to get him in the best training that he can get. I don't know if you can do that for the mind or the concussions or whatever, but his whole body, try to do the best you can. Roll him out there next year, see if he can stay healthy. But, um, yeah, so I, I agree that I, I don't know where Brady fits, Rob. But, I look, if the dude wants to play and somebody wants him, he still is better than a lot of these quarterbacks in the league. Sign him. I don't, I don't think you just reject him because you want to reject him. I don't, I don't think it's a sick, demented pursuit that he has he loves playing football he's still Rob in 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 real life he's only 45 in real life he's still got a full life ahead of him once he retires to do whatever else he wants to do but I, I I'm not gonna say it's sick in the minute he loves playing and I think a lot of athletes would keep playing if they could at his age Jim Brown in, in for his 40s was trying to come back talking about it you know so that's just where I, I differ from you. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever seen. he's still on the line. Cut off the show. Uh, you don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo! 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. <laughs> and catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's go back to that game. Because uh, Brady was just one story, one big story. The other big story was the way the Dallas Cowboys looked. And Rob, Dak Prescott was phenomenal. It, it, it was arguably the greatest game he's played because of the, you know, it was a playoff game. I know Tampa's not that great of a team, but still a playoff game. And the pressure was, was, a lot of the pressure pressure was on him, Chris. There's no, yep. I don't care what anybody says. Like that was that his career as far as how people viewed him was yep. hanging in the balance in that game. Absolutely. And man, did he deliver through for 305 yards, Rob? Uh was read the coverages perfectly all night long, threw for four touchdowns, ran for another. Was it was tremendous. And Rob, that's the guy. Remember a year or so, year and a half ago, I thought he was en route to being elite. And uh, he never delivered, but that was the guy I thought we might see on a more regular basis and hasn't been the case, but uh, he was big time last night. And the team played well too, Rob. So let me ask you this. I've talked about not trusting the Cowboys. Ephraim has talked about not trusting the Cowboys. You've talked about not believing in them. Did, Did what we saw last night change your feelings about this team and Dak Prescott? No, not at all. Because, Chris, the one thing Dak Prescott is famous for is beating up bad teams. Tampa Bay's well, a bad was team. A playoff. It still is a playoff I, I team. get it. I hear you. They not they, very Chris, good, they didn't even have a 500 team. record. I'm not, I'm not trying to – Dak does this, Chris, against bad teams. This he does. year I think he was 4-1 and one against teams with winning records. Okay, I, I'm just saying, but he does what he did last night. Right. This doesn't mean like, oh, my God, all is forgiven. He's a lead. They're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I, you got to feel good that he didn't have a stinker. He had seven games in a row with an interception, so he didn't do that. Right. But I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be a prisoner of the moment and all is forgiven. And what I've seen for the past five or six years is out the window, and now this is the real Dak Prescott against uh, uh, eight and nine uh, Tampa Bay Bucks team. Chris, that, that I just I couldn't see beating Dallas. I, I just couldn't because of all the issues that team has. So did he do what he was supposed to do? Yes. Did he change my mind that he's elite and he's on his way to Super Bowl? No. I'm sorry. I I, I don't feel that way. Yeah, look, I, I give him major league credit for what he did last night, but ultimately I'm with you. Uh and who who was it? Um who was our guest the first hour, Ephraim, saying you you don't – it's about consistency with Dak and with the Cowboys. 
I mean, his last game of the season was his worst game of his career, and then he bounces back and plays his best game of his career. That's great, but you have to be more consistent. One thing I liked, Rob, was after the game when Dak spoke, he said, he talked about, I was kind of getting away from myself trying to do too much, forgetting kind of what got me to where I'm at. And that, I thought, was big because you and I have been saying it all year, they don't need Dak to throw for 450 yards. That's, that's that not shouldn't how they be would, the game not, plan. Yep, that's not when they were good or at their best. Right. Absolutely. I mean, let him throw. You know, he can throw it deep, but throw the underneath stuff. I thought, you know, I've always said he was a game manager with playmaking ability, meaning he could make a play with his legs or with his arms. Nick Wright on First Things First today said he's an elite game manager, which is not a bad uh, phrase to describe Dak Prescott either. But I think he played more like that, Rob. He's not just a, you know, who who's a game manager. Um, uh, 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 I guess, I don't know, Ryan Tannehill, maybe. Not, 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 that's not a great description. But, yeah. um, you know, we know what a, a typical game manager is like. He's not that. But he's also not the elite player that's going to carry the team uh, to where they need to go. So last night I thought they hit the balance, and he ended up with a great game and five touchdowns. But um, I'm with you, Rob. Look, that was great last night. That was step number one. But, Rob, I said a few months ago, you may remember, if Dak Prescott is who we think he is, who he's supposed to be, and worth the $40 million a year, they'll get at least to the NFC title game. Now, look, they got to go through San Francisco. San Francisco may just be a better team, okay? But I'll say this about Dak, Rob. He's got to play well. Like, he can't go out there and put up a stinker, or this game won't really be remembered. No. I think he silenced silenced the Dallas for maybe a week. But it wasn't about getting to the second round of the playoffs. Not at all. I mean, I, I, they're, they're bigger fish to fry. This is a franchise, and I get it, Chris. You know, it's so easy, and I hear people all the time. Well, they weren't around in 1992. You can't blame what's happened the last 25 years on this team. or what. You still wear it. You still got that uniform on. They had lost eight straight road playoff game, right? Eight straight right. road playoff game. That was their That's, first one since 92. Yeah, that, those are facts. You could say, oh, well, these Lions don't know anything about 1957. Chris, they got one playoff win since 1957, no matter who's wearing the uniform. Those are facts. And, and you carry those kind of things in. So D- Dak needs to. Uh, have another good game. Now, you're right. They might just not win because they're not as good as San Francisco. Right. That's fine. But he has right. to play well. Absolutely. He, he, he can't have three picks. Like, like that's when people will say, okay, uh, Dak, was, Dak is, was just who we thought he was. Right. He beat up Tampa Bay because they're not that good and they had an under 500 record and all that. But then they played a good forty nine, a good, a great forty ers team, and he went to bed. That, that's right. what the conversation will be. No, I, I agree with you. That's the thing. It, it, his narrative will not have moved one bit if he goes out there and lays an egg against the Niners. Now, if he beats them and plays great, then it does change, and uh, you know people begin to think, well, maybe Dak will be elite. You know, and so. Huge game for him again. We just can't emphasize enough for all those that are throwing the flowers all at Dak's feet today. And he was great. He deserves some praise and some props. But the Buccaneers were 8-9. and nine. They were supposed they were. to beat the Buccaneers. Right? No, no doubt about it. And again, this was a wild card game. And I get it. Dak's done way more than Daniel Jones. But we're not about to crown Daniel Jones because he was terrific against Minnesota. Chris, he has three 300-yard games this year. Two against Minnesota and one against the Lions. Like, right. Sorry, I'm not crowning you for being the And a lot of people have Vikings. been, Rob. I know. I, I told you, you I was shocked. You got to wait. You got to wait. Chris. Now, for the Cowboys themselves, Rob, look, I've said all season long 
Their A game, I've said, is as good as anybody in the NFC. Now, we'll see if it's as good as San Francisco's or maybe Philadelphia's. But it's up there with all. If their A game is elite, let's put it that way. With If they play their A game, they're in the same sentence with San Francisco and Philadelphia. And con, I think Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati too. But they are inconsistent. And they brought it against Tampa for sure. But will they bring it again? It's kind of like Dak, right? I've been watching them be up and down, even as they've won all these games. Still up and down. And just because you win doesn't mean you're a great team. Example, Exhibit A, Minnesota. Go back a few years, Pittsburgh. We, we are watching how you win. We understand you're not going to blow everybody out. Right. But we are watching how you win. And what they did yesterday, Rob, yeah, I was surprised because but, I thought they you wouldn't weren't bring surprised. Their right. Because, but you were surprised. Not that you thought Tampa Bay was any good. You thought Dallas right. had the, the propensity, Chris, of mixing in a stinker. Yep. You didn't look at Tampa Bay's team. And go, oh, the Cowboys can't beat them. That 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 wasn't it. I thought the Cowboys right? would beat themselves. Right. Essentially. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and Rob, we saw, look, the Cowboys were phenomenal against the Vikings. 40 to 3. I mean, the Colts of Jeff Saturday, who imploded, but phenomenal. 54 to 19. So we knew they were capable of great games. The key is can you do it week in and week out? And San Francisco, Rob, is not Tampa Bay, not by any stretch of the imagination. Not close, Chris. Nowhere close. So we will see. But look, congratulations, Cowboys. They did prove me wrong. I thought they would lay an egg. And uh, Dak, you know, did his thing. Congrats to him. But Rob, like we said, to win a championship, you've got to be consistent. And that's what neither of them have been this season. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old (laughs) Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it is the iCouple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there, wherever there may be. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, it is the way tire buying should be and we are going to get right to our next guest he really needs no introduction everybody knows him but I'm going to introduce him anyway he is I think it's fair to say arguably America's most popular sports media figure no doubt and he is a great friend of both mine and Rob's Rob's known him for 30 years I've known him for close to 30 years I said yesterday, when you are a friend of his, you got a real friend. He is loyal. He's a great brother. He's just coming out with a new book, Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. We welcome in our man, Stephen A. Smith. And, Steve, before you start, I got to tell you, the last three days, Rob Parker has been as giddy as a schoolgirl. That's right. Knowing you were coming on this show, Rob, or or Steve. So we welcome you, brother. How are you? My brothers, what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing, man? How's everything? We 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 are are great, great. man. We are great. And and let me say this, Steve. The reason that I've been giddy since we decided, okay, this is going to happen, and we don't, you know, normally uh, people from other networks don't come on, but this was a big deal for us, and and you've been one of our biggest supporters. We said it on the air, Chris, that you text us every so often. We know you're listening. You enjoy the show. And so for you to, you know, show us that love, listening to uh, the odd couple on Fox Sports Radio means something to us because we are friends. Well, I will tell you this. I mean, first of all, I mean, you know, we know what we, we, we know that I work for ESPN and all that stuff. You guys have a fantastic show. Um, I'm so proud of both of y'all. We, we all, all three of us go back. I go back over 30 years with Rob. I go back about 28 years with, with Broussard. I love y'all both like brothers. Y'all have both been to my home. We've hung out together. We've laughed together. We've cried together. We've had a lot going on throughout the years. I'm so incredibly proud of both of y'all and the job that y'all do every day. Um, I'm incredibly proud of the career that y'all have. And even though y'all are at a different network, by the way, a network that I used to work for. No, you used to have a morning show, right, on Fox Sports Radio. I used to have a morning show right here on on this channel, and I know a lot of great, great people that are over there that have been there throughout the years. Uh, but it don't get no better than y'all when it comes to being people, when it comes to what y'all doing for Fox, when it comes to our friendship and our brotherhood. And with all of this stuff with my book coming out, I told, I, I made sure everybody was clear. You know, you usually don't go to the competing network or whatever. Right. There will be one, there will be one exception. Those are my brothers. And if they call, I'm going on. And everybody understood that. 
Well, that's great to hear, man. And you know we feel the same way about you. So your book is called Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. First question I got is, man, when did you find the time to do this? Because every time I look up, you on a TV show on ESPN. It's going to bug you out, Chris. I've written this when I was home at night. I've written this when um, I was in commercial breaks for first take. I've written this when... Um, when when I was uh, in studio doing NBA countdown, pre games and, mm. and and post games, you know when we've got to wait for until the halftime comes, and then we got to wait until the halftime of the second game comes on doing NBA countdown and all of that stuff. I've done it that. I've done it on vacation. I, Rob, I was in um, Mastros in Beverly mm-hmm. Hills. <laughs> a few months ago when I had to meet a deadline. Right. I was literally in Mastro's eating wow. dinner and writing the last chapter wow. of my book. Every chance, every I, I just squeezed it in wherever I could. I didn't miss deadlines. And, and more importantly, guys, you know, all three of us, are, you know, we're writers by trade. I wrote for the right. Philadelphia Inquirer. Chris has written for the Times and in Cleveland and Akron. He's written everywhere, you know, plus ESPN.com. Rob Parker, you've been in Cincinnati, Detroit, New York News. they all over the place. I could not allow someone else to write this. Right. Yeah, I hear my, you. Knowing I'm on TV every day, and I wrote for the Philadelphia Inquirer for 17 years. America knows my voice. The sports world knows my voice. And if somebody else had written it, y'all would have known it instantly. I couldn't let that happen. So I had to do it myself, and that's what I did in about five months. I started last, Chris. Chris, I started last November, and I finished it by April. That's That's amazing. amazing. Now, now let me – now, obviously, I can't wait to get the book and read it. And and do you go to the – very beginning, and obviously, I, I know the very beginning because we—that's we, when when I first met you in Detroit in 1992, and, and I remember like people think they see you and how successful you are, and they think it happens overnight. And and for people who don't know, Steve was writing uh, sports stories for free on his own time in the week on the weekends in North Carolina to get started. Like yeah. like people. People don't know that story. They think, you know, they see you and think, oh, he just showed up. You put in the work over the years to get where you are. Well, I really started off, and I def- definitely is a part of my story. You guys are in the book, just so you know. Both of y'all are mentioned in the book. Of course, y'all are my boys. Um, but the thing about it is, is that for me, Rob, Chris, it really started um, with my mother's passing in 2017. Mm just highlighting the fact that it was something she never, ever wanted me to do. My mother and I were very tight, as you both know. Um, I was devastated when I lost her game one of the NBA Finals in 2017. I was absolutely devastated. And, you know, I had promised her for years, from since 2011, that I would never write the book until she passed away. Because mm-hmm. she was so private, she did not want the book out because she knew I would celebrate her. But by celebrating her, I would have to talk about why she should be celebrated, which Mm -hmm. would be me highlighting my relationship with my dad. And that is not something that she wanted me to do. She knew it was inevitable. She knew that I had a right to do it. She felt I needed to do it. She just made me promise that I wouldn't do it until she passed away. So I started off really getting into that. Mm. And then I went from there to talking about you know, from the time my early ages, you know, the troubles that I had in school, I had dyslexia, didn't know it. Um, I was with, you know, my father didn't believe in me, thought I was a lost cause, and my relationship with him deteriorated from there. It really highlighted all of that mm. before I got into, obviously, my career at ESPN and the numerous controversial uh, situations that I found myself in or even when I got fired by ESPN and let go and ultimately started resurrecting myself by starting off at Fox Sports Radio to resurrect my career. So all of that is in the book, and that's where it went. Now, you, Steve, you you know Rob, I mean, from the time he was a young kid, wanted to be a sports writer. Um, You you start off at college at what, the Fashion Institute or something in New York, right? 
So did you Got like to to the technology? Yeah, did you always want to be a sports writer, or at least you know before you went to college, or did, is that some, how did you discover that this I, is what you wanted to do? I knew I wanted to be in media and communications, and I knew that I could talk with the best of them. I didn't know how good my writing would be until I was writing the school newspaper, and my critical and persuasive writing teacher named John Gates said to me, you're a natural-born sports writer. Let's go out to mm. lunch and talk about this. Mm. So I met him a following Tuesday, and, and to me, thinking he was going to take me out to lunch, and he drove me straight to the office of the sports editor of the Winston-Salem Journal. Wow. The Winston-Salem Journal sports editor's name was Terry Oberly. He sat me down for five minutes to talk to me, and he, the next words out of his mouth was, so... When can you start? Can you start tonight? Wow. And that's wow. how my career started off. Wow. But, you know, you mentioned something, too, that I think also is, and, and you know, when you think you're of you being the face of the network, and you mentioned it earlier, you were fired or not renewed by ESPN. Let's not yep. sugarcoat it. Everybody knows it is well-documented. You were a big that's star. Right. You had your own show, uh, uh, quite frankly, which I was a part of, the back page yep. panel. I was on that show or ESPN yep. two back in the day. So I, I you know, how how I don't want to say rewarding or for you to make the comeback story is a great one, and it's a v- good lesson for people to understand. Things happen in life, Steve. That doesn't mean that it's over. Exactly, and that that that, that you know, listen, the story is meant to be inspirational it's meant to be you know motivational and to let people know when they count you out don't count yourself out and more importantly don't always assume no one is willing to extend a helping hand you know i wanted to get um i wanted to quit the business and work for wachovia bank until a friend of mine named rob parker who was writing for the cincinnati inquirer at the time said no way no how (laughs) that's what he said said he said you're not you're not quitting you're not giving up all you need is that first chance just be patient keep pushing and it'll happen and sure enough it did and i'm eternally grateful to him for that um and i love him forever for it the fact of the matter is, is that there's always somebody that's willing to provide some level of assistance or helping hand if you are focused, if you are determined, if you're willing to get on your grind, not looking to cut corners and take shortcuts to get to where you are. If you're, as long as you're that kind of person, you'd be surprised how many people you find that would be willing to extend a helping hand to provide some assistance so you can get the opportunities that you crave. And so for me, that's the kind of message that I wanted to send with this book. I think it was incredibly necessary for me to do that. And you're absolutely right. I don't sugarcoat it. I was fired. Right. ESPN did not renew my contract. And I thought I got screwed over. I thought it was messed up. I didn't deserve it. And to this very day, I never believed I deserved to wake up one day after having four jobs and to have none. But in the same breath, you know what? When you're in a position of power, it's not just about your performance and it's not just about your hard work. It's about your attitude. It's about how you come across. It's about how you treat other people, particularly superior officers that you work under. All of those things potentially play a role, and you got to know how to be a team player. And those are things that I had to learn along the way to be better at in order to help resurrect my career and to be in the position that I'm in right now. Chris, that story he tells about Cincinnati, this is pre-cell phones. Steve calls me at my house and we're on the, the, the house phones. And, and, Steve, you remember I told you to rip up that application to Wachovia Bank over the phone, Chris. I yeah. wanted to hear, hear him rip it up. <laughs> and so my question to you is, without, we're going to read the book, but how, it's, how are Chris and I both in the book? Did you rip Chris in the book? That's Rob. what I want to know. No, 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 <laughs> He's no, dying no, no, to no, hear this. Yes. This no, 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 primar- primarily acknowledgement. Just, just okay. letting the world know that I love y'all. Um, and that I value y'all, you know, we're not colleagues and we're not just friends. We're brothers. We've been this way for years. We know things about each other that nobody knows about us. We talk to each other all the time. We encourage each other. We support each other. We lift people up. We lift each other up and we watch each other's back. And so, you know, for me, it was just a way of letting the world know, 
these are my brothers. You know, I don't give a damn where they are, where they work, who they work for. You know, I'm, I was their friend long before that happened, and I'm going to be their brother long after it's, it's all gone. That's just the way it's going to be. Well, there's Stephen A. Smith, man. Look, People brother, can get the we, book everywhere. Yes. Yeah, where can the it book be? everywhere? It's, a, it's on Amazon. It's on. It's in Barnes and Nobles. It'll be at Target, Walmart, whatever. I just did a book signing in Ridgewood, New Jersey, um, and all the books were sold. I did a wow. book signing. Right. Every single book they had in the store sold. Um, the day is not even completed yet. It hasn't been on shelves in 24 hours, and I'm already number four on the Amazon bestseller list. So awesome. it's thrived and it's going well. And, uh, you know, but my goal is to be a New York Times bestseller. It's the one right. thing on my, uh, in my career. Uh, I never wrote a book before. This is my first, but if I'm going to do it, I'm trying to do it right. And so that's what I'm trying to accomplish. And I hope I pull it off. Amen, awesome. brother. Amen. Yes. It's called so Straight proud of Shooter, a, a memoir of second chances and first takes by Stephen A. Smith. Man, great job, brother. We, yes. I can't wait to read the book. Uh, I know it's going to be incredible. And uh, keep up the great work, man, for real. We're proud of you, no yeah, doubt absolutely. about it. We love you, Steve, man, for real. Keep doing your thing. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all, man. Thanks so much. I'll talk to y'all later. All right, All right, brother. Peace. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.